0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode eight of Jaeger Live. If this is your first time, welcome. Um, If you are a recurring listener, welcome back. Uh, Today we're gonna talk about things that I wish I knew when I was 20. There's a lot to cover, so let's get into it. (music) So in each person's time of uh, sharing their story or uh, expressing something about them, um, they always get asked the question, what would you do or what would you tell to your younger self, your 20-year-old self? Um, And so today I thought that'd be kind of interesting for me to look back about my 20-year-old self and things that I would actually tell me um, in my younger years, thinking I knew it all, thinking I had uh, life by the horns. It's kind of nice, actually, to kind of think about to go back and think about, you know, how you were in your young twenties, um, how you were when you were younger. Just being able to think back and actually know that all the things that you have been doing towards working towards um, a better life are coming to fruition, and you kind of see these things grow, and you don't really, you know, it's like it's like when you're trying to lose weight and you don't really notice it, but then somebody sees you, hasn't seen you a couple weeks, and like, oh man, you're losing weight. So I kind of had the same idea with this. You know, I never really thought that I was actually doing much or many things were changing, but being able to look back, um, it's kind of nice. Um, so I was thinking about it, and some of the things that I think are kind of key, or key things that I think I would tell my 20-year-old self, because Um, I think it actually is very specific to the time that I was, where I was in my life, um, my thought processes, uh, my outlooks. So um, I really try to hone in on that feeling um, and that specific time in my life. I think the first thing I would start off by telling my 20-year-old self is organization is actually a good thing. Now, when I was younger... um, I always prided myself on being able to pick up at a moment's notice and go do something. Never had to really organize things, never needed that organization. Uh, When I grew, as growing up with a single mom, uh, we didn't really have organization. It was, you know, my mom was always working and it was always just us, you know, just us brothers there at the house. So you can imagine four boys not really... Trying to keep things organized, very hectic, and so um, I carried that on into my my teenage years and even into my y- young to late twenties. Um, but finding the importance and understanding the importance of it now is really eye opening. I think that if you want to be, you know, um, optimal with your life and and be able to take and soak every last drop out of life you need to have you need to organize and prioritize Um, being able to take something and break it down into something or even making everyday mundane tasks making them quicker so you can get through them and get to the important stuff I think so with me the first thing I would always think about is the organization um, and even getting older and having kids, realizing how important that organization is to not only break down some of, um, the hectic lifestyle of having kids and having so many, um, just being able to give that solid foundation to my kids as well, I think is super important. The second thing I would really want to convey to my younger self is, um, you, you know, it like I was talking about in episode one, you know, you can't control people. It's so important to understand that fact and to really let go of your pride or your ego or whatever motivates you to try and control people. And just shove that aside, like just take it out of your brain. You know, that time in my life was such a uh, a hard time um Things that were so out of my control that my desperate need to gain some sort of control was overpowering to the point where I was trying to control people, and it was not only damaging to myself; um, it was hindering progress, it was hindering happiness, and those things that were, or I was trying to control in the long term you know, didn't gain me anything um, except stress, heartache, uh, anger. And so it took me a long, long time. Um, It's something that I even struggle with today is not trying to control people and just control my reaction or um, my response to a situation And in that same note with not being able to control people, I had to learn, too, that you can't make everybody happy. Um, As much as you would like to try that and and be this universal Superman who can be everywhere and everything to everybody, um, you have to understand... You have to understand... Your limits Um, spreading yourself thin is not beneficial to anybody trying to please everybody and trying to manipulate your life and your happiness just to make someone else happy um, is crazy for you know it's something that for me it was really hard and uh, you know another challenge that I had was you know always trying to make people happy and always trying to do what I could And then, you know, going full circle is that I was trying to, when people weren't giving me the response that I thought they should give me, you know, then it caused upset and anger again, you know, because again, now I was trying to control, like, I'm doing you this favor, you're not acting the way I want you to, like, you need to act this way. And um, that goes, again, back to trying to control people. So I think that that's a good... Um, little note on a little side note to that is that in, in knowing that you can't control people, also knowing that you can't please everybody and you can't be everything to everybody is super important. Um, something that I really would, uh, another good point that I would really tell my younger self, um, is how much fear is a crutch, how much fear holds you back. Uh, If I think about all the things in my life that I let fear get the best of me or I let fear um, dictate what I do and what I've done, it's just baffling to me. And I see it every day. You see it all the time with people. um, Their fear to better themselves, their fear to get out of their own comfort zone is so crippling. And the, you know, people have so much more potential than they'd like to think. And they, they want to, it's easier for them to give into that fear. It's easier for them to uh, rationalize the movements or lack of movements that they have. Um, And so in understanding that and finally getting to getting that idea and kind of Weaving it into my everyday thought has been challenging um, because fear is—it's easy to give into it. For me, it's easy to—I'm um, a very—I'm anti- a very analytical person, um, and I kind of find—I, you know—I consider myself somewhat intelligent, and so I can intellectually convince myself, you know, of something. When ultimately we looking at the foundation of it, it's really just fear talking and it's me trying to justify why I haven't taken action on certain things. Um, With this podcast, for example, I was, I, it was classic stuff too. I mean, like you hear tons of people say it all the time. Like I didn't have the right equipment or I didn't have the time or I didn't have a studio. Um, All these things that I thought were, were super important and because I wanted to put out the best audio quality and all this and you got to get, you know what I mean? Like I convinced myself that that was enough, that I, those were good enough to stop myself from doing that. And it was really just fear of putting myself out there of being vulnerable, fear of, you know, I don't know, possible rejection, um, just fear of not knowing what to say and who's going to respond to it. So there's tons of things that just really were underlying your problems. And once I moved past that, once I understood that what I was doing was making those excuses, um, it made it so much easier for me to, to put myself out there and, and be, uh, I wouldn't say a target cause I mean like there's, I don't have millions of people listening, but I mean like, a target in a sense like where i'm being vulnerable and i'm showing i'm letting my armor down to let people in and that leaves me open for attack um because i am putting my guard down so and you know there's tons of things that you start to understand as you get older you know you start understanding that it's not all about certain things. Um, you know, it's about being happy. Um, when I was, I was actually talking to my son a couple days ago, and we were talking. You know, he's getting older, and and things are starting to mature. I guess I'll delicately put. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you know, I can understand where he was because being a, a dad in high school. Like, I understand, like, the urges and the desires, Um, but I told him, I said, you know, as you get older, you realize that it should be more about the connection with people. It should be more about the happiness with people, Um, not just the physical aspect of things. You need to be happy in your heart and be happy with um, your life because high school is such a crazy time getting older going through puberty is such a crazy time it's such an emotional roller coaster that you need to find people that are going to bring value to your life bring some sort of happiness bring some sort of um um some feeling filling of that hole that you might be feeling or that might come out so you know with with that you know one of the last things I would probably tell my younger self is going at it alone is is not the way to do it. No one has ever gone at it alone um, and been successful with it, I think. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but most of the people that I've... Um, most of the people that I've studied, most of the people that I have looked up to, they have people in the background. And, you know, I don't really have many friends. Um, I don't... I, I don't know why. I, I think maybe just because I just... I It's hard for me to connect with people because, like, my thought processes, I guess, or the way I look at life are very unorthodox perhaps I don't know Um, but so I have a hard time connecting with people but when I met my wife and I was able to relieve some of my load on my shoulders and and brush that over the both of us it really took that experience to really understand that me trying to do this all alone was It didn't have to be that way Um, and you know something I took for it's something I took pride in when I was younger I was I was a single dad and I did it by myself and I did it by myself for quite a long time Um, you know being from one having one kid by myself and then I had two kids by myself for for quite a while and it was just us three and, um, you know, being the mom and the dad, being the protector and the nurturer was huge for me. And now, being married and having my younger three um, and being able to kind of lean on my wife, it's, it's like night and day. There was, you know, maybe when I was younger and I thought that my way was the best way and I was the best and there was nobody that was gonna teach me anything and I couldn't learn from anybody else and I couldn't trust anybody to do it the right way. And all this ego crap that you, you put in your head. And when you realize like, there are people that can do things better than you. Um, That's such a, it's, it's such a life altering um, realization because it's not, you can get so much more accomplished you can do so much more. You can touch so many more lives. You can um, improve your life so much by being able to rely on um, talented people. So I think those are probably the four things that I would say are like the big ones for me. Um, the, the things that I really struggled with in my 20s, things I struggled with when I was younger Um, and I think the really strong fundamental ideas that had I known when I was 20 would have been life-changing. I mean, who knows where I could have been and who knows where I would have been right now. Um, not in that sense, like, oh, I wish I knew this so I could have been better and blah, blah, blah. But it's just like looking back on it, it would have been kind of nice to know these things and to put these things in practice and um be able to curve or um, reduce some of those those growing pains of um, these things that I held on to so foolishly. So I hope that this kind of gives you a little bit of an insight into me, um, maybe a little insight into yourself. Maybe it's something that you never thought of, and now with me bringing this up, it could be, Uh, something that you struggle with. So um, until next time, guys, thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you next time.